0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lo Que No Me Dijeron podcast. I'm your host, Karina, and this is episode number 11. In the past, we have discussed the importance of having a specific career title in order for our family members to be able to measure our success. Because of the stress placed on these career titles, I feel like that is many times associated with wanting your children to get that post-high school education. And so many times, community college or four-year university are proposed as the solution, and the way to obtain those career titles. However, I feel like there aren't as many conversations about achieving some of those career titles through trade school or other short-term education paths. And so then, many of us as first-generation individuals Without the knowledge of the different paths that you can take to achieve a specific career title, we choose to go with what we know or what we have been told is the way to go. And that most often ends up looking like us going off to a four year university or community college. But what happens when we have? completed all of the courses, passed all of the classes, and we finally graduate. In the case that, as an undergraduate, you opted to receive and use financial aid, within a couple months of graduating, you will receive a letter from financial aid informing you that you will be going into a six-month grace period, But once the grace period is over, you will be placed on a payment plan to repay the loans that you have borrowed. The reason why I bring this up is because I don't think most of us understand or are aware of how much debt we are getting ourselves into. And so when that letter comes, it's very much a reality check, as in, Financial aid and the world telling you, all right, get ready to start paying your bills because this is what you do next. The reality is that education is promoted as the way into higher paying positions and often as the way out of poverty. But the education required often comes with a high cost. And at the moment of graduation, there is still the uncertainty of being able to secure a job where you are actually going to be using your degree. Personally, as an undergrad, I probably made all of the mistakes possible in terms of how I managed my finances. If I had a loan that was under my parents' name, I would pay those loans back. Immediately. But for all of the rest of my many loans under my own name, I did not treat them the same. I didn't want my parents to accrue any debt. So, of course, for me, it was most important to pay any loans that I had under their name first. But I also never took the time to sit down with my loans and actually calculate what amount I needed versus what amount I wanted so I would definitely say that one of my mistakes as an undergraduate was taking the entire loan that I was offered every single year instead of trying to calculate how much I needed for that year's expenses and because And my family, we didn't really talk about finances, and I wasn't very knowledgeable about finances and the accrual of interest. When I graduated and had to start repaying those loans, there was an immediate regret. Because every payment feels like you're not even making a dent on the total amount that you owe. It looks and feels Super minimal because of the interest that is attached to that loan. I would say that fortunately for me and my loans, they were all distributed by the government, so the interest on those loans is not very high. However, because of the amount that I owe, it feels like it accrues interest quickly. If I could tell my younger self a couple of things in relation to Finances and how to manage my finances better as an undergraduate, I would say one, take the time to calculate an estimation of your annual costs. That way, you know how much you need to accept. And from there, give yourself a little bit of wiggle room as a safety net. But if you don't use it, pay it back right away. Two, make a monthly payment to your student loans as an undergrad, even if it's $20, $25, $30, whatever you can afford. If I would have used that strategy starting from freshman year, for example, even if it would have only been $25 a month, $25 times 12 for the year times 5 years, which is how long I went to school. I would have repaid a total of 1500 towards my student loan debt. And I know that doesn't seem like a large amount, but that's $1500 that will not accrue interest because you have already paid it off. So that's definitely a big one. If you're listening and you're an undergrad, make the effort to make a monthly payment towards your student loans if you have any. Three, take a financial course. By the time we graduate and we start working, we get our first job, we have our first apartment, and all of that good adulting stuff, if you're first gen like me, And you never received that basic financial education, which you don't receive in college either. Taking a financial course can make such a difference in terms of helping you better understand how to manage your debt, manage your credit, manage your money, and some of those basic life skills that unfortunately is just not taught in school, even in. Undergrad, unless your major is probably in finances or economics. But for the most of us, we don't receive that education from school nor our parents. Those are definitely the top three things that I would have told my past self. But one of the most important things is securing a job that is actually going to bring in those finances. And again, unfortunately, they just don't teach you what your resume should include, how to interview, how to dress professionally. And so in order to build some of those skills, it's super important to take advantage of all of the free resources that are available to you. I know me personally, I used to go into the Career Services Center on my school campus. And I would use their free resources to attend resume workshops, use their free tutors to sit down with me and go through my resume, and even do mock interviews. I would highly recommend that you use them six months before your last year of graduating because when it comes time to actually applying for jobs, Realistically, we don't know how long it's going to take us to apply, interview, and secure a position. By taking advantage of those services, at least within the six-month period, you're giving yourself some time to work on your resume, freshen up your interviewing skills, and you allow yourself to start looking at positions that may be of your interest or that are in your field. The point that I want to make with this episode is that as first generation individuals or second generation individuals, or even third generation individuals, sometimes we're making choices without fully being educated on our options. And so if there's a free resource that you can use to help you learn, or if you are already past that stage in your life, you can always pass down that knowledge to someone else. I think many times we assume that our siblings, cousins, extended cousins, etc., may already know something, but what if they don't? And what if you can share those small tips and insights of knowledge that in the future they may look back on and be grateful and thankful that they had you to give them that one tip that they were able to take away. Educate yourself on your financial knowledge, whether that's using your school resources or using a free financial coach in your community and also taking advantage of resources that are going to help you prepare for that career title that you've been working so hard for. Don't forget, that you can always reach out to me at the Lo que no me podcast Instagram page.